0: tapes and scouts a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch
1: welcome everybody it's time to talk about a movies or two a movies a movies. 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 We're going to talk about a movies here. Hey. Totally you about your to movies. He's a movies. Uh, he's a movies. Yeah, the movies I, I talk about them. Movies. A yeah, very good cinema. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film. <laughs> People listen to this podcast. I uh, just some reason. <laughs> I mean, we're consistent. We just offend everybody. <laughs> Um, I don't know who we offended there, but we really offended. Except them. Cambodia, they love so, us. And
0: except for Cambodia, they keep coming back for more.
1: They're like they're saying some weird shit. They are. We like that. They like it. Uh, Max, would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? I'd like you. Well then, I shall. And to go uh, first. Here we go. Please it's, go first. It's 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 a callback to something I said in a previous episode because Cliff, this is still your fault. Oh boy, we're doing deathbed. Oh boy! The 2002 version of Deathbed. 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 This is not the bed that eats. This is just straight up Deathbed. I watched this on November 23rd of last year, 2020. Mm-hmm. The IMDb minutes: one hour 20 minutes. Okay, so a little under the perfect time. Yeah. Horror. <laughs> directed by Danny Draven. Okay. Draven Draven Ooh. Is that The Crow? It is Eric Draven, Eric Draven. Eric Draven. Yep. Okay mm-hmm. That's the first thing I thought of I'm like wow Now I'm thinking about The Crow Which is yeah. way more interesting Than this Deathbed movie I do like The Crow uh, The one thing it's got going It stars Joe Estevez Hmm And also Tanya Dempsey And Brave Matthews Brave Matthews As opposed to Cowardly Matthews I thought you were going to say As opposed to Dave Matthews Ah Brave Matthews Just co- If I was Brave Matthews I'd start covering Dave Matthews <laughs> yeah, We're Brave Matthews We're we- Brave Matthews Hello what instrument does Brave Matthews play? Uh, harmonica. Oh, my God. Just like the Blues Traveler guy. Yes. Dude, yep. that John cool. Popper. Yeah, he's crazy. He's, he's very out there.
0: Do you know that Blues Traveler was named Blues Traveler because of Blues Brothers and uh, Goes to the Traveler? No, but I believe that. That's the. That's what Pop-Up Video told
1: me you know, so many wow. years ago. Oh, Pop-Up Video. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. Pop-Up Video is better than this movie. Um, <laughs> your IMDb summary. An evil entity sets its sights on a young woman. Hmm. What keyword's missing from this plot? Bed? A <laughs> <laughs> bed? Oh, I thought the bed was the entity. Oh, God. I don't know. This <laughs> so awful. A young couple rent an apartment that has a weird locked room in it. Inside said room is a bed, an old dictaphone. It looks like a sex dungeon. Okay. Like a 30s sex dungeon. Whoa. <laughs> Laying on the bed will affect your personality. It'll get you all horned up and then murdery. <laughs> Which is exactly the order that should go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be murdery and then get all horned up. No, that's gross, everybody. Yeah, that's I mean, gr- gross. Yeah. Do your jollies first before you do your other jollies. Yeah, this is Oof. this is kind of a dark place, but seriously, that's fucked up. Yeah, uh, uh, people, please, let's keep our murder and our sex separate. Yes. If you learn anything from this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, poorly filmed, as some scenes were filmed back to back without a reset. For example, the woman will have like sexy hair and lipstick, and then the next scene, she's supposed to be all distressed and scared, but she's still all dolled up. And it's like, oh, wow. They clearly didn't like, like they just filmed back to back. And I'm like, why didn't you like, like she's not supposed to have makeup on right now? <laughs> she just woke up or whatever. Like, she shouldn't have like this teased 80s. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's so bad. Wow. Shooting schedule problems, huh? Oh, and my last bullet point, I almost missed this. Cliff, I love you, but fuck you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just, this is... I actually like the 70s one better than this. Shit. Yeah, this is... I mean, that was the bed that eats. Come on. that was Just for that, tagline alone, that sounds like it's winning. Right, it's got that going for it. This was so bad, Cliff. I'm sorry. Your IMDb <laughs> score, 3.4. I'm not giving this one that much more time. 3.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, nope. But the audience, 688 of them were curious enough, gave it a 10%. Hmm. Wow, I gave it a three out of ten. My wife sat through this with me. Oh, my God. Why? Because she said, well, I sat through the other deathbed piece (laughs) of crap. I might as well be all in. She gave it a four. 0. she is so much more generous than she, you she will not go lower than like a, a three and she won't really go higher than like an eight which i guess was my problem originally i yeah. really didn't do that too much either but that's it this movie sucks please don't ever all right so let's get the hell out of here to something that's amazing i like amazing
0: 2019 knives out oh i still haven't seen this oh my god <laughs> so good yeah Just watched it in the july of twenty twenty. Ah, it is two hours and ten minutes. It's a mystery comedy directed by the fantastic Ryan Johnson. Go fuck yourself, Star Wars Geeks. <laughs> starring uh Anna Dearmas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Daniel Craig, Michael Shannon. I mean his cast is ridiculous. Everybody. Yeah, this movie's so awesome. Star-studded film. Uh the summary here, a detective investigates the death of the of a patriarch of an eccentric combative family. Mm-hmm really awesome he is a mystery writer and he dies mysteriously whoa yeah pretty awesome very classic kind of Agass- agatha christie style uh Perot style uh and uh protagonist protagonist oh. and He's trying to solve the crime. The FBI calls him in because he's so good with this kind of thing and the family ends up hiring him. So they're working in tandem with this private investigator who's very kind of heralded as this great eye and great uh, kind of mystery solver, sleuth. Really fun. The tone is awesome. Johnson really is just so good with knowing what he wants to deliver in a film. Go fuck yourself, Star Wars Geeks. (laughs) Um, It's just so much fun. It's such a send up to a lot of the black and white pulpy detective stuff there's so many little nods and i'm sure i missed probably more than half of them because it's not my like i like it but i'm not, you're not a as huge a into fan into it and i know like just listening to the commentary recently um he referenced a ton of stuff that i wasn't cognizant of like it wasn't on my radar at all but if you're into this kind of stuff it's so much fun and i mean no surprise coming from his startup movie which was brick that he's really into the pulpy dashel hammett style kind of you know that kind of like hard-boiled detective sham speed style story <laughs> and this is just such an awesome send up. And the good news is apparently Craig is into this and wants to do multiple more of them with this character. Nice. And he play, his character is not like the pro, like British character, but he's from uh, New Orleans. So he's got that kind of drawl to it, which is really cool to see Daniel Craig do. Right. And it's just. I can't tell you, it's so good. Every little, every little setup is so well nuanced and so well paid off. All the actors, like you see, Jamie Lee Curtis has probably got a combined total of seven minutes of screen time in this film. Really? Like it's not much, but perfect. Like mystery style characterizations in this film like it's just so much fun Don Johnson's in this again for about the same amount of time collectively Michael Shannon everybody's really good huh isn't Chris Evans in this Chris Evans is in this and he gets a decent amount of screen time in this one the old Captain America he's great in this too definitely a role we haven't really seen from him too too much Um, I won't go into details because I don't want to spoil any of it because it's just so much fun to watch Uh, Christopher Plummer plays the main the patriarch who was murdered the recently deceased rest in peace He's Christopher Plummer. But he phew, I hope I can live as long as Christopher Plummer. Geez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie is awesome. If you're even slightly into mysteries, I'd Sam watch it. She really dug it and she's not like I don't think she knows who did you know who Hercule
1: Poirot was?
0: No. So I think he was the guy
1: it. from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs>
0: That's her What is his name? Uh, Mr. Satan. Mr. Satan. Yeah, Mr. Satan. Oh, my God. Um, So really awesome movie. Just can't implore you enough to check this one out. IMDb gives us a 7.9 out of 10. That's very high for IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 457 critics, 97%. That's so good. Audience, 33,838 people, 92%. I love it. Yeah. I'm coming in again perfect darting 9.5 that's how this movie
1: fucking rocks that's great yeah I, I mean I like hard-boiled stuff I was always more of an Agatha Christie over like a Columbo okay because like a Columbo as good as it can be it's just like you know it's not over till he says his catchphrase yeah and <laughs> just one more thing yeah <laughs> like, oh come on
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no I was always into my. I mean no surprise to probably literally anybody but my like hard-boiled detective of choice was Kolchak
1: sure so sure. cool
0: yeah. Fucking vampires. Come on. Hell yeah. Aliens. Oh, man. I love Kolchek. Oh, man. We should watch that. I have it on DVD, buddy. Oh, man. We can binge check So many want. podcasts coming your way. The Night in Stalker. The next, in the next decade. Whew, man. The Pod <laughs> Stalker. Come on. If you want it, let's
1: get at it. <laughs> I want it. Oh, my goodness. So. Next for me is a movie that I don't think everyone can watch because I think it'll make them throw up. It's Hardcore Henry. Oh, okay. I have not seen this. This is the first person This is action. This is so first person shooter the movie. Okay. The year was 2015. It would I, make me throw up 100%. It, it, Cloverfield, I almost threw up when I so saw that in the theaters. I don't have too much of a problem with this, and I was close. Wow. So. Okay. Uh, I watched this on December 3rd of 2020. It's an hour 36. Action adventure sci-fi. Directed by Ilya Schuler. I think that's how it's pronounced. Starring, God, I love this man, Sharto Coppola. (sighs) Tim Roth. Also love that man. And Haley Bennett. Uh, Haley Bennett, the whole movie, I'm looking at her, I'm like, she looks so familiar. What Mm. have I seen her in? She is the woman from the the movie where she eats things. She was the main woman in that. Is that Raw? Um... or am I thinking of something else? Or is that the one you had brought up with the pika? Yes, with the pika. With the pika. Oh, well, my I God. I can't think yeah. of the name of it off the top of my head. But, yeah, she was the woman in that. And I'm just like, she looks so familiar. That,
0: I hate that. I hate it when that yeah. happens. I have to pause the movie because like, if I don't. Oh, I'm, I'm going to ignore the
1: movie. I'm just right. going to keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I fought that urge because I'm like, oh, but they're just going to spoil something. Or right, something, right. Know. But let's give you your IMDb movie summary. Henry is resurrected from death with no memory. And he must save his wife from a telekinetic warlord with a plan to bioengineer soldiers. How does he know he has to save his wife if he doesn't have a memory? So when he wakes up, she's a scientist. She's this woman. And she's um, injecting him with stuff. She's like, you're not going to remember me. You're not going to blah, blah, blah. She goes, I am wife, here's the ring you gave me. This is your ring. She's like gives him a bunch of facts. Okay. That makes him say probably my wife. Interesting. Okay. Um it sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Seems <ugly>. alright. <laughs> um you don't hear him talk ever. Interesting. Yeah. My bullet points first person shooter of the movie. If it doesn't make you motion sick, you may enjoy it. <laughs> it's not a huge plot. But, Charto Coppola is a lot of fun throughout. He He's so good, and he just—do yeah. I, I give away what he is? He's sure. a weird character. He is. There's a bunch of versions of him. Oh, cool. Because he gets killed very quickly, and I'm like, "What? Why did they kill like the oh, best wow, actor that's ever?" Interesting. And then he's kind of like H- Henry's, like, well, fig- trying to figure out where to go, and he shows up again. <sighs> and you're like, "Wait a minute!" And it's like a slightly I'm like this is the British version. Of oh, that. that's cool. this is this version of it. Chateau Copole, like this movie is not the greatest thing I've ever seen. But this performance from him is awesome. Oh, that's way cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's worth watching just for that. I do want to point out Tim Roth is only in it for a very small amount of time. That's and You might not even recognize him because I didn't notice it was I him. He got right
0: cut away. out of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood completely.
1: That's insane. Well, he's part of like a flashback scene. So like they reference it a handful of times, but I didn't even realize it was him oh, wow. right away until I looked it up afterwards. Um, it's all fantastical nonsense, but treated well and lovingly. Mm. And... Um, must have been bonkers to film. It's very impressive because there's clearly like wire work. There's uh, the main bad guy is this like albino telekinetic guy who has like powers to throw people against walls and just the camera work. The cameraman, my goodness, the combination of cameramen and stuntmen in this is insane. I think it's not a... It's not an amazing movie, but it's really cool to see. That is cool. And I I'm, I i am don't think you can make a million movies like this. No. Not this action heavy. Right. But like some of the scenes, it's like, I know this movie's dumb, but like, man, it's so cool. That it's is cool. It's so fun to see. And like I said, it's worth just checking out Chartres play So IMDb score 6.7. Fine. Pretty good. Yeah. Higher than I thought this movie would get. Because I just came, went into this kind of like, ah, it's probably not good. But it's like a gimmick, right? Like It's first it is. person. That's the it is shtick. The, yeah. And I'm like, well, they haven't. And I'm like, eh, it's 2015. I haven't really seen anything like this since. So is it bad? Right. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score, 51%, 145 uh, critics. The audience, 18,000 some odd people, 54%. So it's like in that era. Yeah. That area. I gave it a six out of 10. I thought it was really enjoyable. My wife gave it a seven. Can I ask, can I put you on the spot? Yes, absolutely. What do you think you would give Shoot
0: 'em Up out of 10? I love. I know you do. And I, I feel like love. this is very. On that, the way you're describing yes. it feels like
1: it's very on that line. It is, but like the charm of this one is the motion sickness of it, the not knowing what's going on. You feel like you're an action star. That's the gimmick where shoot 'em up is just like you've got a little bit of comedy. You have great gun foo action, essentially. Yeah. So it's kind of an apples and orange thing. Okay, I don't know. Do I want to give you a score? Because I'll probably watch it. <laughs> I'm torn. You can wait. Well, th- I tell you do what. Do you I'll... think
0: it'll be higher or lower?
1: Set this at the bar. The
0: bar higher. is a six. Higher. I think it's e- higher. Easy higher.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would say, off the top of my head, I'm going to say I would give Shoot'em Up like a seven and a half or something. Okay. Um, And maybe I'll watch it and see if that still holds. Yeah. I I think it would at least be a six. It would at least be the same. Yeah. I feel like this also reigns closer to like your review of Guns Akimbo. Sure. Right. Where it's a little bit of nonsense. It's not the best plot in the world. It's a lot of cliche things, but it's all in the the unique way you're watching it. That's cool. It's an experience It's more than it's a movie. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I got an experience. (laughs) Oh, I want to feel the
0: experience. Okay, 2019. Uh The color out of space. Whoa. Uh, This was watched by me in the July... Of 2020 Was it watched what, by you? Watched by me. <laughs> One hour and 51 minutes. It's a sci-fi horror film directed by Richard Stanley, who made his triumphant return to cinema for this film.
1: Really? Nice. Yes.
0: Uh, Richard Stanley directed the movie Hardware and Dust Devil, and noto- the notoriously kind of indie filmmaker who butted heads
1: a lot with studios. Oh, so they just wouldn't hire him or he chose to?
0: So it, came, it all came to a head, and there's a documentary you can watch about this, when he was set to direct The Island of Dr. Moreau. Mm-hmm. Which, if you remember, was the one with... um, Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas.
1: um, Marlon Brando. Thank you. God. Boy, thank God I knew.
0: Yeah, Marlon (laughs) Brando.
1: I'm doing hand gestures. You're doing hand gestures. I'm like, oh, well, that's clearly Marlon Brando. Yes.
0: Um, Marlon Brando, (laughs) that one. And he was notoriously out there. There was all kinds of problems and ended up investing millions of dollars into Stanley directing. He was fired from the job inside of like a week and a half after he somehow already spent several million dollars on the film and he was replaced. And eventually the movie came out, bombed, blah, blah, blah. blah. And he like stayed on the set and like, apparently like rabble roused and did some things and kind of created a, a whole, and, not entirely his fault, and if you hear his version and you watch the documentary, it's a lot different than the way the studio spun it. Sure. As Richard Stanley's this crazy idiot, don't hire him. and He got blacklisted pretty hard. Um, but he comes back with this this particular film, which is an adaptation of an H.P. Lovecraft short, um, starring Nicolas Cage, oh, Elliot yes. Knight, and Jolie Richardson. Okay. The summary is a secluded farm is struck by a strange meteorite, which has an apocalyptic consequence for the family living there as well as the entire world. Question mark? Yeah. I like that. This is largely regarded as Lovecraft's most outright frightening short story. Okay. It is pretty intense in the short story. It's And all of Lovecraft's stuff was set in the turn of the century, 18 to 19. And he did a lot of pulp work. He got a lot of his stuff published in science fiction literature magazines, things like that. This movie is a modern telling of it. Mm-hmm. And it is really out there. Um, Nicolas Cage if you like like the the current enjoyment of Nicolas Cage is a fucking weirdo yeah. you will dig this because he is full on crazy Nicolas Cage in this film and it fits it fits it nice. works he's a little weird up front but he becomes so baddie but it makes sense you're just mm-hmm. like okay things are going completely out of turn um, it feels like you're seeing a true adaptation of it from Richard Stanley's perspective it feels very authentic it t- hits on a lot of points but also kind of diverts your expectations Expectation, if you've read the short story, where it's like, oh, okay, this is going to... And it doesn't. And it hmm. starts to become this... Like a lot of our tour cinema... Uh, directors, Lynch, Stanley's in that ilk, I think. I think that's fair to say if, if Crash. you disagree. Cronenberg. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> Those auteurs of cinema have a really interesting way of taking a moment and making it feel so bizarre and strange. And this starts to feel like a really frightening fever dream. Nice. It's really cool. The color palette is over the top, but it starts to work for it. Like This really like obnoxious magenta color Ooh, okay. through the whole thing. It's really interesting, really bizarre. And it just gets so big and strange. Tommy Chong's in this movie. Well a really weird cameo, um, but it all kind of fits. And it somehow like someone like Stanley can make all these seemingly disparate pieces work as a piece of film. And he, he does
1: it, which is really cool. It's great. I just want Tommy Chung to be like, hey, man, I'm like a monster or something. That's <laughs> yeah, mm. kind of what he does. That's great. It's really, it's hey, really man, out me. there. He's just kind
0: of like the stoner, like <laughs> groundskeeper dude, who's sure. just kind of like, you know, I mean, you have to understand there's problems, man. Like it's <laughs> really it, he takes all these seemingly bizarre pieces and manages to meld them all together in a way that makes it really interesting and frightening. That's awesome. It's good, yeah. IMDb gives it a 6.2 out of 10. Not the best, but not the worst. Sure. Um Rotten Tomatoes critics 196 critics showed up for this one.
1: 86%. Oh, that's good.
0: Yeah. Audience, um 82% out of the 94 people who reviewed it, which is surprisingly low for an audience turnout. More critics than audiences, not something we report very often. Yeah. I'm coming in again kind of in between at a 7 out of 10. Okay. There's some things I'm, and I will give my little seven and asterisks. I'm not a big Nicolas Cage fan. Okay. I find him grading, I find him one note. Um, Outside of probably four or five pieces of cinema, I think he's stepped up his game and proven that he's worth all these things we have to kind of cobble all these pieces like we have to deal with all these Nicolas cage performances
1: yeah i more or less agree with you on that yeah not a Um, big fan i think he's way overrated i think he's capable i think that's the thing he's so capable of good and he often does he misses the mark a lot but there's
0: some movies like adaptation and things where
1: it's just like damn it he is such a good actor Mm -hmm.
0: and then this is another one where I think it works, but he's coming off of Mandy where he kind of like got this revival as like a batshit crazy, like face-off style performance. And I saw that in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. It's it's weird. It's, I, I'll forgive that movie. I love John Woo. I hate sure. Nicolas Cage, but I love John Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's fair. But yeah, so check it out. It's really out there. I think you really dig it. Soundtrack fucking
1: rocks too, by the way. Yeah? It's a good one, yeah. Awesome. So check that movie out, y'all. Do it.